We're here to inspire, inform, and connect entrepreneurs and high achievers. Welcome to Results Radio with the number one results coach in the country, Sean Shuchuk. Sean is as focused on your results as you are. Visit our website at www.yourresultsradio.com and take advantage of the free tips and gifts. Plus, get your copy of the best-selling results journal developed by the number one results coach in the country. With you in mind, it is the most powerful achievement tool used by high achievers today. Here is the host of Results Radio, Sean Shuchuk. Welcome. As you know, every show we bring you the very best. And of course, today's no exception. However, if you have not yet done so, go to our website at yourresultsradio.com. Get yourself a copy of the Results Journal. It was designed with you in mind to help you accomplish more and to do it in less time. You know, I get the opportunity, as you know, and everyone in the Results uh, Change Results community knows this. I get the opportunity to meet a ton of people from all over the world, not just in the United States, in Canada, and Europe, and Australia, and New Zealand, and the list really keeps going on and on. As a matter of fact, I was. I was on a Zoom call this morning to the Dominican Republic. It's incredible. But I want to share something with you. There are certain people that you meet in life and in travels that they impact you. They have something that strikes a chord. And today I've got one of those incredible people on the phone with me today or on the line with me today. Today's show is going to be a little bit different. We talk to a lot of coaches and a lot of experts. And, well, that's great because, hey, I do a lot of that myself, and we all know that. We've got somebody a little bit different on the line with us. This guy is a WWE, so wrestling. If you've ever watched that, if you do it now, he did it as a kid, he's a champion. He's a sheriff. He's a social entrepreneur. This guy, you know, I thought I was a big guy until I met him and then I was looking up. Um, And he is an undefeated MMA fighter. This guy knows his stuff. Social entrepreneur. We're going to find out what that means when we bring him on the line. So it's really an honor and it's a real pleasure to have Daniel Pewter on the line with me. Daniel, thank you so much for joining us on Results Radio today. Thank you for having me, brother. How's how's your day going up in Canada? You know what? Canada's cold, and um, but uh, you know our hearts are warm, as they say. So we'll we'll let that rest where it is. Uh, what what part of the world are you in? So uh, yesterday I got back to Florida. I was on the road for ten days. Absolutely amazing time, impacting some lives around the country: Ohio, Kentucky, Washington D.C. And then I was in Northern Southern California. So it was great. So you talked about impacting lives, and we're going to come to that in a second. But uh, you use a term that I like: it's social entrepreneur. Will you share with us what does that mean? At least to you. So people, yeah, people to, to today use this word entrepreneur of of going out, starting your own business, you know, being your own boss, that sort of thing. What I see is you're never your own boss. Your customers, they're your boss at all times. Um, but, but what I love is I love making impact over being a boss or being an owner or being, you know, a, a, an executive of a company. And mm-hmm. everything I do um, is towards two major points in life. One is to solve a problem, and the other one is to can, can uh, continue um, creating uh, income to solve problems. So it has to be sustainable, and it has to be able to impact lives to solve problems. A lot of nonprofits, for-profits, companies, they help people, but the problem stays there. And so I look at how do I get to serve and love my team, 
um, also be a badass, be able to direct, inspire, empower, and lead groups of people to be able to really create real results like what you talk about, not only in their life, but with their families and with their communities. This is interesting. You talk about impacting lives, and we're going to come back to that again. That's kind of the second, maybe even the third time you've mentioned it since we started the interview, and we've only been doing it for a minute or two. But I want to go back in something. I know I'm going to get asked a lot of questions. I know there's going to be, I'm probably going to get all kinds of social media messages after this, this airs, but I want to ask you a question. We talked about being an undefeated MMA fighter. We talked about being a WWE champion. Share with me, what's it like to be in the ring? Because I know there are people out there that are going to be asking me that, and I don't have the answers, so I'm going to ask you. So I think there's a huge difference, because pro wrestling, as you know, is kind of the opposite of Mixed martial arts fighting. Mixed martial arts is legit. You get in, you're either getting broken or you're breaking somebody. One of the two. And would, would, that be, very, would that be an indication, Daniel, that WWE is not legit? So, no, WWE is real. It's all real. It's really scripted. <laughs> it really hurts. But, you know, this thing. I got hurt more in WWE than I did in professional fighting. Two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, we get tossed around more. Your body, when it takes that amount of abuse no matter if it's in a wrestling ring or not, you get abused and it hurts. The second part is, is four days a week. So you, you, you have to perform four days a week. In MMA, number one, I don't have to take that much abuse because I could light train for a day or two or a week. Number two, I don't have to train consistently if my body's beat up. And so I can listen to my body more. And um, MMA made me a legit athlete. WWE and pro wrestling made me an entertainer. And so it taught me how to speak, taught me how to, how to enroll people, taught me how to feel people in the audience, how to tell a storyline, how to build relationships better because now I can communicate. And with the fighting side of it, it taught me how to commit, follow through, build a team because people say it's an individual sport, but it's more of a team sport than most teams because it's my team. It's not a team's team. And so in a team like football, you have your individual coaches and you have your teammates you get to um, work with, and you're already positioned as that team. In MMA, I get to go recruit my team. I get to train with who I want to. I get to find the right coaches, the right trainers, the right managers, the right agents. So I still have a team of about 20 people, but I, ha- I get to put it together or my management gets to help me put it together, coaches. So it's a little bit different on how it's set up, but I've learned so how to work you, as a team Would you do it all over again? Would you, would you do it, the, the, oh. the WWE wrestling, the, the MMA, would you do it all over again? Yeah, I would do it a little differently. Like, I'm super blessed how I did it. I'm thankful everything happened how it is. But the lessons, obviously, that we learn going through the process, the youth, you only get to do what you get to do at that high level with your body, for a certain amount of time. And I was a pro athlete for seven years, super blessed on that. But I would have done a few things differently. I would have done contracts a little differently. I would have done management a little differently. I would have had the same exact coaches because I have the best coaches in the world. Javier Mendez, Frank Shamrock, Bob Cook, the best hands-down coaches that not only changed my life, added value, trained me properly, helped me create emotional intelligence. So coaches, they saved my life. They changed my life. They added value. At 16, I got out of juvenile hall for beating a kid up. I had anger because of how I perceived things in my life. And so my coaches changed me and supported me. It's amazing to be able to see how blessed I am for my, my past. Mm-hmm. 
That's awesome. I, I love that. So I, I'm going to ask one more question. You said you would do it all over again with the wrestling and the MMA fighting. If you had a son or a daughter who wanted to go and do what you've done, would you support him in it? For sure. I would support oh. my kids in anything that they wanted. And the second thing is, is I would give, I would ask them if they want one of three things, one or all of three things. One is, do you want me just to listen to what you want? Two, do you want me to give you feedback and kind of support your growth in it? And three, do you want me to ask you questions and dive deep so that you can understand yourself and so you can understand your beliefs, your feelings, your emotional intelligence and all that. And so really getting not only the surface level, like support them in what they want as fighting and pro wrestling, but really what's the outcome of what they're going to do. I was just with a younger fighter in LA last week and I had a couple hours to spend with them. And I asked them, what is all this for? You know, you only have so much time as a fighter. You're 23 years old. And let's say you have the next five years. Let's say you have the next two months, you know, 10 years, whatever your, your timeline is. But what do you want as an outcome? Do you want to set up some great relationships so you have mentors that you can go into business or that you can manage guys or train guys? Or do you just want it to be over and then you don't have those relationships? You, don't, you never spent that time, um, you know, building something for your future. So it's amazing to be able to see when they want it, how they listen, how they ask for it. And I always like somebody to ask for it because, they, number one, it gives that they're open-minded. They have a growth mindset. Number two is, is that they're vulnerable enough to ask. I like that a lot. And we're going to get into a little bit more of what you're doing now um, in just a minute. But I, I have a question that I think is important. And we talk about this on this show. We talk about this an incredible amount. When I speak from stage all over, uh, you know, United States, Canada, Europe, I, I talk about this. People come to me. We get questions through social media, you know, a whole bunch of different ways, even phone calls to our office sometimes. If... If someone's out there and they want to make a difference, and I don't necessarily mean on themselves, but also internally with those they come in contact with, with those they interact with in their business, in their lives, in, in success, whatever that looks like to them, and for everyone, it's going to be somewhat different. How important is it to have a coach or perhaps more than one, in your opinion? So I think that people, everybody that's at the top stays at the top gets to have growth mindset. Now, some people don't want to be open and vulnerable to an individual and a coach, right? Like it's hard for them, which mm-hmm. maybe they might want to look at that. The coach could be a book, could be the internet. But I believe when you have a live person that can understand you, that you can connect with, that can also, you can have all those other things of content the context of a human like you coaching them can add so much value, I believe. And if it wasn't for my coaches and my teachers in my life, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Now, I don't think that they are, I think that everything we learn today when I go in front of high schools or colleges, I lift up my phone and I'm like, the last 50 years has been about what's your IQ and content and how smart are you? And now it comes down to what's your EQ and how's your relationships. Because everybody has an equal playing field in America. You can get on a computer. If you can't get on a computer, you can go to a free library and get on a computer. You have a cell mm-hmm. phone. So the content is there. But the teachers or coaches to give direction from their wisdom and past experiences and perspectives add so much context and value to get people there faster. 
Because if you don't even know what you're looking for, even if you're Googling something, it doesn't even mean you're going to find it because you don't even know what you're looking for. And so somebody in that position like you or me or my staff or team or different, different coaches can add so much value so fast. I mean, I took a company last year and doubled their income. I didn't do it, but I coached the CEO and the whole entire staff to be able to do it. And when somebody's able to double, go from two and a half million to five million, that's a huge thing. Just on supporting them to be able to work as a team and see Absolutely. what's possible. Absolutely. You do some of that? Yeah, I do a little bit, but, but it's very specific people. I'm more into working with guys like you on, I do the training and the, the emotional intelligence, leadership skill sets and the experience side. And then starting to work with guys like you that can come in and do coaching or leadership or whatever's needed, assessments, corporate assessments, stuff like that. Because I, my, my side is I'm doing more corporate stuff now and I'm doing more of the bigger events. Like you are, you're producing bigger events now and then you come in and coach only specific clients. Um, mm-hmm. That's where I'm at myself too. We have about 20 trainers and coaches that do mainly kids stuff, but about five of them do corporate stuff too. But it's not a big thing that we've been pushing because we're building out our school system. We're building out our training institute. So that's a little, to me, that's a little more important. You know, it's interesting you talk about this because I get the privilege to work with organizations and companies. I get the privilege to work with high achievers and entrepreneurs from, you know, virtually all over. And I think what's important is what you've, not only do you say yes, you say you need to have a coach. You need to have someone to walk hand in hand and side by side with. You need to have someone who is going to support you, hold you accountable, who has knowledge, skill, education, and experience and brings it to bear in your life, business, career, relationships. But what you've really done is in a very succinct way, you've actually outlined what it looks like. And so, you know, the once a coach, always a coach, and you're, you're even on the phone call coaching. And so I'm grateful for that. Thank you. Something interesting. You had shared with me, you're, not only are you speaking and doing tours and fighting and wrestling and, and coaching, you're a sheriff. Tell me about that, please. <laughs> yeah, so... Should, um, should I be referring to you as officer now? I, it's actually deputy. Technically, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it's, um, so yeah, so I've been working with law enforcement for a long time. I started working with them when they arrested me as a kid, right? <laughs> um, well, that, was, that was my next, my next question. I was going to ask you to define working. Does that mean with shiny bracelets all around your wrists or? <laughs> shiny bracelets. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> technically they didn't put shiny bracelets around my wrist, but technically about 15 years old, I was, my, my goal when I was a kid, I wanted to either become a sheriff or I wanted to go in the military. And I loved the concept about protect and serve, keep community safe. And when I was 16 years old, I was part of um, a program. Um, it was the Santa Clara County Sheriff's, it was either Explore or Cadet Program. And mm-hmm. when I got in trouble and I got, got into a fight and went to juvenile hall for the weekend, they said I couldn't be a part of it anymore. And so policing or law enforcement is about enforcing the law. What they do above and beyond that is not in their statue of what they have to do. And what I've seen is there's three groups of people that make, I believe, our country run. One is our military. They protect us nationally, internationally. Two is our law enforcement, definitely nationally. And third one is our educators, public school teachers, staff, bus drivers even, like these people are amazing on what they do and how they change lives and how they build our future mm-hmm. generations. Mm-hmm. And so my goal over the last few years has been to work with all three groups 
because together, working together in sync with a vision, they all are purpose-driven already. So I've gone through the DEA, ATF, FBI civilian academies, and um, I decided to do a um, part-time duty with St. Francis County Sheriff's Department. And the sheriff out there and I talked, and he's just an amazing human that wants to make impact. And uh, he said, I love what you're doing with community policing. Because community policing is what we need to get back to. And he loved this whole concept, um, loves it. So we had some good chats about it. And, and then I uh, went out, did the academy, trained, did a federal uh, a felony takedown the, the first week. I mean, when somebody's going through a bad day, I mean, this guy that we, he stole a car, his wife died the day before. He was, he's having a bad day, right? And it's like to have empathy for another human to understand what they're going through. I mean, not, not everybody's evil per se on who gets arrested, but this guy was like, he just was lost, you know? And he's like crying and he's like talking about his problems. And, and I feel him because I've gone through problems before. And, and so just to talk to my deputy sheriff out there and, and to be writing with him for a week when I was writing and along and, you know, just, just to be able to see what's possible and how, you, how we can help people. When somebody goes to jail, it shouldn't be just about locking them up for stealing a car and he had a gun in his car, right? It shouldn't be about just locking them up. We should be able to say, here's a program when you get out and we'd love to help you get your life together. We offered my GPS for life program. Do you want, do you need a resume? Like, what do you need? And it's interesting just to be able to serve and not ask for anything back. I mean, I don't get paid to do it. I'm doing it for free for that, you know, for them. And I'm also donating some programming and training for some of their kids too. But my goal out of it is to build a, the best community policing department possible so that we can make as much impact with adults and kids that go through hard times. Mm-hmm. I think that's incredible. And I applaud you for that. I love the idea you've got. You really, frankly, have your fingers into more pies than uh, I thought I was a busy guy. So I, I love that. This is Results Radio. I'm your host, Sean Chuchak. Listen, we're going to come right back with the champion, uh, Daniel Tudor, in just a moment. Stay with us. What would being a best-selling author do for you and your business? Massive credibility. Your brand launchpad. Celebrity. Over two-thirds of Americans want to write a book. Get yours published now and distribute it around the world. More exposure means more prospects. More prospects means more clients. Even better, you don't have to do it all alone. You've got the leading publishing and marketing team doing it with you. At Results Press, it's easier than you dreamed. Visit us today at theresultspress.com. You and I know you're ready for more, for the freedom that you were promised when you decided to become an entrepreneur. Sean Shuchuk is the number one results coach in the country, and he wants to work with you, but only if you want to achieve real and lasting results. If you want five times or 10 times your income and to do it fast, if you want that six or seven figure income, visit changeyourresults.com now. Send Sean a message and say, I want real freedom. I want to invest in myself and work with you. Welcome back. I'm Sean Shuchuk, and this is Results Radio. Today, my guest is the one and only WWE champion, undefeated MMA fighter. He's a sheriff. He's a social entrepreneur. He's a rock star. He's a good friend of mine. Daniel Peter, thank you again for being with us. I want to ask you, we talk a lot. You've got your fingers in a bunch of pies. It's all about serving and supporting. It's about helping. 
What are you focused on right now? I know we talked about the sheriff's side and you adding value and, and sharing with other people that have gone through challenges in their lives. What's your focus right now? So the main thing that I get to spend time doing is building our school system. We built um, a nonprofit eight years ago, and now we're building a uh, school system that is private, that is funded by the state in Florida. There's voucher or scholarship funding in different states, per se. And we are creating an emotional intelligence, life skill, and vocational rehab middle school and high school where our sixth graders, within the first 30 days of being there, you go through our GPS for Life program. It's 20 units. It's all designing your life. It's your vision. It's your purpose. Then from there, you go and you build a resume, build a LinkedIn account. When you're in sixth grade, right? Then what we do is we take you through our emotional intelligence and leadership trainings, which are multi-day experiences that we get people to understand themselves so they can love themselves. So I'm focusing on that because what I see right now is there's so much turnover. Like the teachers that I work with, the school staff I work with, they want it so bad. They want what we've designed. But a lot of the regulations, uh, policy, laws are not able to be shifted as quick as possible. As quick as so they want. Without, without taking um, the, 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 t- the teachers, the rock stars, and I, and I take my hat off to them, the educators, are you suggesting then by what you're saying in, in a very roundabout way that our education system is deficient? Well, it's, it's just old. It's not working for our future of our kids, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's with some numbers. I mean, it's, I've heard this from multiple people. It's like 50% of the jobs that exist today are not going to be around in five to 10 years. I mean, we're shifting so fast on technology. People are like, oh, I'm going to become a lawyer in seventh grade. And we're not going to need half the lawyers that we're going to need then. I mean, we're going to have other jobs. Microbots are coming out. We're not going to need half the doctors long-term or nurses because we're going to have technology that's going to take a lot of those jobs. And people don't understand this is going to happen. It doesn't matter if you want it or not. It's going to happen because people want to pay less for a product like we've done over the last 20 years, outsourcing a lot of our stuff to India or China or other countries, and people are not going to want to pay as much. It's just going to happen. So it's interesting to be able to see, you know, in 20 years, we're not going to own another car. Like everything's going to be self-driving. What the best parts about it are, there's going to be no more stoplights. There's going to be no more traffic. There's going to be no more texting and driving, you know, seatbelt law, you know, texting and driving, you know, tickets. Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to drive anymore. So it's, it's interesting to see how it's going to free us up for time to live life and to experience life and mm-hmm. to get some work done on the way to work or to be able to travel differently. So I'm really excited to be able to see what's possible. Um, and I'm working with some of the CEOs. They're coming in and speaking to our, to our kids and showing them what's, where the future is going. So super excited and and. With our school, we're, de- we're helping kids design what they want to design for their life. What makes you happy? What do you love to do every day? Use your talents and your successes and what you found to create real results to be able to serve you and your family. Mm-hmm. I really like what you're doing, Daniel, and I take my hat off to you. You've got your, your hands and a whole bunch of pies, and I'm, I'm privileged that we get the opportunity to, to share a few minutes with you today and that you, you did that. Yeah, one thing I want to say, you said a bunch of pies. My biggest thing is why I'm able to do what I'm able to do and be a part of our branding agency or our school system or our institute or our nonprofit or be a sheriff. Any of these things 
is because my team is the highest functioning, most connected team out of any company that I've ever seen. And we've built this over the last eight years and it's like building that foundation and we're just starting to explode. I'm just starting to get back on media. And, and so that's really why I'm able to do what I'm able to do because when I leave a meeting, like I had a big meeting today for one of our grants that we got from a, for our nonprofit side, when I'm able to leave the meeting, our director that oversees that project, it's done. He just needs advice, direction, okay on a few things. And he takes care of it all. I don't have to go back and double check his work. So my partners are really the key to my success and, and giving me the flexibility and freedom to go and open up more doors because they understand the more doors I open up because I have those relationships and those abilities and the ability to get on media and everything else, the more they're going to grow too. And it's a win-win long-term. Your success is predicated on the, the success of your team. Exactly. And I, and I love to plug that because it's not just on me. I mean, do I lead? Do I have a vision in the beginning? Yes. But every single person on my team is visionary. My best friend, Brittany Lozano, is my partner on our, on our branding agency, My Life, My Brand. And it's just interesting to be able to see she's super visionary. She doesn't maybe know everything that I know, or I don't know what she knows, but she runs day-to-day ops. She runs the companies. You know, I bring some contracts in, I bring relationships, I bring different things to the table. But at the end of the day, she runs ops. She runs the, the deals. We build websites. We build, create video content. We do some great stuff. And each person, like a lot of CEOs or a lot of execs or a lot of partners, they want to micromanage. And I don't want to micromanage at all. I want to be able to let somebody run and have their vision, put their vision onto it because mm-hmm. it's part of my vision to make impact and to serve. But I believe that giving somebody like the, the reins and empowering them is the key to any leader that wants to get good results in their organization. Well, would you agree that it's also a key to scaling? You can't do it all yourself. In order, oh. in order to build a world-class organization, you have to have that team? Yeah, 100%. I want to scale. I'm going to be the largest private school system in, in the state of, in the, state of uh, in, in the country in the next 12 years. It's not that hard. Like, I think the, the largest charter school system has a couple hundred schools now. We're going to dwarf them because how we've set up the team building, because how we're recruiting, because how we train. It's a system that we've set up and that we're able to build on faster. The hard part is, is people always want to expand fast and they see us now and they're like, man, you're blowing up. You're over here. You're doing that. You're me. You're with the Dalai Lama in India. You're on Dr. Oz. You're on all this stuff. And I'm like, bro, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the 37 year overnight success. You know, that I've been busting my butt for 37 years. And now I've the last, this last eight, almost nine years, I've spent dedicated 80 hours a week on average, seven days a week to be able to create results in people's lives. So I've not only built results in people's lives and helped them, but I've spent a lot of time to become open, vulnerable, connected to myself. That's been the big part of me. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Some people look at success and what you've achieved in life and they go, okay, it's easy for him. He's a, he's an MMA champion and he's a WWE champion and, and he makes it look easy. So what do you say to people when they say, Hey, it's easy for you. And I, they've said it to me too, but not for me. How is it that some people make, you know, achievement appear, appear easy or appear effortless. And for others, it appears or seems to be so hard. 
So, you know, the times that I broke down and cried in the cage during training, the times I would go home when I was a kid and bullied, being, you know, cried on my mom's lap for being bullied. Like people don't see that stuff, right? But the hardship is real. The challenges and struggles are real. I've never failed once in my life. I've learned or I've been successful. So I think everything, everything is built on two major things. And if people can figure this out, then because they spend the time and if they don't know how to figure it out, you got to ask somebody, whether come to one of our experiences, go train with you, whatever it is, everything ties on two things. One is your feelings. And two are your circumstances. People run on those two things over their vision or purpose. So I think people, when they understand their feelings and their circumstances, their circumstances come from their beliefs. So my belief is it's hard because I believe that. Oh, poor me, I don't have enough money to do this. Well, guess what? I've been stuck in that position dozens of times. I don't have enough for this. I don't have resource for this. Like, but I don't tell myself that. It's just, I don't have enough yet. How do I go get it? Mm-hmm. And most people spend their time thinking about what they don't have versus what they do have. So I have two legs and two arms. I have the resources. I have a computer. I have time. I go, it's interesting to be able to see where people spend their time, but when they can figure out how to get around and how to understand their emotions, which are from past experiences, they're created, they're from, you know, creating expectations in their past. When they start to understand that in a deep way, or when they start understanding that their belief systems are built from when they're zero to five and start to form in the subconscious. So every belief that they create now is created from those beliefs because we already have beliefs that are inputted to us. So now people are building their beliefs off of other beliefs. And at the end of the day, you're never going to be able to create your own belief per se. Like people are like, Oh, I believe this because I, this is what I believe. And I'm like, yeah, you created that because so-and-so taught this to you or because you saw this. I mean, every belief is created from a, from a belief that was already. Can I, can I change my paradigm? You. Oh, sure. You can change the context on how you show up all day. It just depends on, I believe your vision and purpose. So I'm very vision and purpose driven. And I do, I live my life. I operate within my vision and purpose every day. So I don't, for instance, I just got asked to do a couple charity events with some big people. And I said, do you have a sustainable solution? And they said, no. Well, first they asked, what do you mean? I said, so if you go raise $100,000 for this event, will you actually create a solution off of this? And they're like, what do you mean? So I gave an example. I said, we're partnering with the Young Buddhist Society of India, Dalai Lama. I was just out there with the Dalai Lama and a bunch of their people. And we're partnering their school with our school. So we have an international partnership and I'm going to give them, it's going to come out once our school is fully funded out here. I'll give them anywhere from like, like 15 to about 40,000 per year, but I'm not going to give it to them in cash. I'm going to build them Airbnb homes. And once we build about 10 of those, I'm going to build them a new building. And then once I build that, I'm going to buy land around there and then we can grow crops on it. So I'm actually going to do something where when it's put in place, then they can make money off of it forever. Yeah, so I'm helping it's, them create economic it's, development. 
yeah, it's it's solving the root cause, not putting a bandaid on it. Correct. Yeah, so, I, I so love I think, that. I really, I really so I gotta I, listen. I, I'm sorry, we're we're yeah. gonna run out of time here very quickly, my friend. Um, I want to <laughs> ask you a question. I'm gonna ask. <laughs> we could go for hours, I'm sure. Uh, I want to ask you a question, and I'm going to ask you to keep your answer succinct. Somebody looks at Daniel Peter and says, listen, I want to go, and I want to achieve big things like he is. What should I do? First of all, they got to call you up, Sean. they got to call you up and maybe, you know, game plan. I mean, at the end of the day, no, seriously, I mean, somebody can come, and they can hit me up, and they can email me, right? I mean, you can go to danielpeter.com or mylessmypower.org, or they can come speak. What I find the first thing is, is the people that ask me for help in their life, Unless they're going to pay me, I don't help them. And I'll, I'll, most of the time, and I'll give you this. If somebody wants something for me, if I want something, I go serve. I call up somebody. I'm like, what can I do for you? Every meeting I have now, I say, well, 99% of the time, I say, what's one thing you don't have that if you had it, you could impact more lives. And if I can mm-hmm. add value to that person, but I don't ask for much anymore. I ask for people to serve and support my kids and impact kids in my life my schools. I don't personally need anything except for I want to be able to impact more kids. So I live a very purpose living drive. If somebody else wants that, go and serve, find a bigger purpose. And if it's really a huge purpose and you want to grow and learn, I mean, I learn and grow by serving others. And so my challenge to people is if you, if you want to become badass in life and get everything you want, then go and serve. All right. So I have a question. And I ask this, I'm privileged to ask this, every single one of our guests and always have. There are a lot of people that go to events and read books and they call up this, listen to this podcast and this radio show. But what is one tip, something that our listeners can wrap their head, heart and hands around, go out and implement the moment we are finished our conversation, Daniel? Hmm. Love it. One thing that I would do that will switch everything is write down Three major things. The first one is, I want them to write down simple. First one is, is when you were pissed off the last time, um, write it down. Second one is, is, is your vision and your purpose, write down your vision for life and your purpose for life. Those three things. And understand that your emotions come from your past. The big one thing is your emotional intelligence. So rethink your belief system on your emotional intelligence by understanding when you get pissed, frustrated, angry and realign your vision in life with your vision and purpose. You heard it here first, people. This is Results Radio. Listen, Daniel, I want to thank you very, very much for joining me today on Results Radio. It's been an incredible, I know the half hour has just run by, and I actually think we're over by three or four minutes. This has been one of the best interviews I've done in a very long time, and I want to thank you for that. I have one final quick question. If people do want to reach out to you, what's the best way? Go to mylifemypower.org or go to danielpewter.com. Go to my social media, check out what we're doing. Love to have speakers in our school if anybody ever wants to come out and impact some kids. So thank you for having me on, brother. I really appreciate you. It's been an honor and a pleasure. This is Results Radio, and I'm your host, Sean Chuchak. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website at yourresultsradio.com. Get yourself a copy of the Results Journal. It was designed with you in mind to help you achieve more and to do it in less time. Until next time, I'm Sean Chuchak. Have an incredible day, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on Results Radio. Every show, we bring you the very best guests that share with you their experiences and expertise. 
Do whatever you have to do to join us for our next show. And visit us today at yourresultsradio.com. While you're there, get your copy of The Results Journal. Journal.